This is JFM Podcast. It's an evening to you. Welcome to the program, Nigeria Sunset uh, on J101.9 here in Jones. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It is indeed a beautiful, beautiful Monday evening. Today is the third first day in the month of uh, May 2021. Today is the last day of the month. I don't know how this month has been to you, but all you know your experiences you know in the month uh some people went through hard you know the hardest of times some people it was the bliss of all moments happiest you know uh joyful moment you know that they've ever experienced but whatever it is make sure that you be happy and uh pray for our country keep your our country in your thoughts and uh prayers Today, let me start with Joss. There was a rumor that, not a rumor, but you know, there's this panic. If you've been in Joss, uh, say for like um, over 20 years, 15, 20 years, basically, uh, the rumor basically that you, you know, they will say, ah, you know, Anna Gudoagari, you know, that kind. Everybody's running hectic skelter, you know. Uh, so today. Uh, on WhatsApp, people were, you know, sharing that, uh, be very careful. People are locking up their shops, you know, be, but nothing. I call, at least I can say with some degree of certainty and authority that there's nothing, you know, happening. It's just by after a day and, uh, people are allowed to mark special days in their lives. So it's, it's not a big deal, you know, and I always say it's not a big deal. Uh, people are, you know, People are liberty to celebrate any day that makes uh, meaning to them or a day that they remember with found memory or the day that, you know, they were told that it is it was the worst of days or the best of days, I know, for their people. So uh, for me, it's, it's, it's really uh, nothing. Don't go around, you know, uh, panicking or spreading fake news or whatever it is. Uh, please, I beg you, the just is very peaceful uh, today and always will it be. I'll say inshallah to that. Well, um, lots of stories. Uh, we'll start with uh, what's going on in the uh, southeast, for example. Uh, today is Biafra Remembrance Day and uh, Nigerians in that region are wanting to celebrate or just to take some time to reflect about what has, what happened to, it's just like Auschwitz you know what the Jews, the Jews will always let the world remember Auschwitz, what happened with their people in Germany, in you know most of Europe, much of Western and Eastern uh, Europe as well so uh, today is Biafra Day and a, his, a people without a history is, I don't know what to term that. It's just like uh, th- that people don't have any memory, you know, to remember, you know, where they're coming from and where they are and where they are uh, heading to, for example. So today is Biafra Day and much of the Southeast is people are, you know, indoors. Some said that is due to the sit-at-home order that IPOP, you know, has uh, ordered. But I believe that uh, IPOP is just a fraction of humans in, that society, in, in the region called South is and if everybody who doesn't belong to IPOB in the southeast comes out to say no it doesn't make meaning to us we're not going to obey your sit at home order I want to conduct our business then IPOB at the end of the day you know we don't have any uh, voice so it's a collective decision that you know people said and this is not the first time that people in the southeast are marking uh, you know this day uh, the Biafra remembers uh, day and it's for me, it's, it's a beautiful history uh, to teach kids, especially from primary and secondary school, uh, what happened, you know, uh, the bloody civil war, 67 to uh, 70, that some Nigerians, you know, uh, well, Nigerians murdered themselves. Uh, you know, history is not is a great way to learn what not to do in the present or how to avert, you know, future occurrence. Uh, so if we can learn from what happened 67, 70, I think that our country will be a better place. So, uh, well, today the governor of Imo State, Hope Ozodima, uh, you know, resigned his decision to uh, say that people should come out. He said that, look, if you want to feel free, if you want to observe the uh, Biafra Day, you know, and you don't want to go come to work or go to work, it's okay. 
and still in Imo State. Yesterday, uh, yesterday the uh, person who conducted a chieftain of the All Progressives Congress, Nigeria's ruling party, who conducted the uh, primary election in Imo uh, State that saw the defeat of uh, Okoracha Rochas, uh, his son-in-law. You know, uh, Ahmed Gulag was shot on his way to the uh, Samba Dikwe Stadium in Oweri, in Imo State. Uh, very, very, I'll say that dead was so unfortunate and the bloodshed was so needless. And the police or security agencies in our country blame uh, the victim or the well, the deceased, saying that, well, he didn't you know, take permission or he didn't clear with us before, uh, you know, checking out of his hotel. It, it, it just goes to show you the absurdity that comes with, you know, uh, some reason or some things, you know, in our country. Uh, they will say, just like what the Minister of Defense has said that... Don't watch, sit and look uh, at my, or whoever. Gunmen killing you. Stand, don't be cowards. Those were his words. Stand up and defend yourself. And right now, instead of you know bringing words that will suit the uh, the deceased widow or his family, his kids, or even his grandchildren, the police are saying that you should have you know taken clearance from us before you checked out. What absurdity! But you know, it's I don't know whether it's going to be fair for me to arrive that you know that's the kind of uh, training that they get. But I assume not because I suppose that our police, you know, despite the deficit, uh, they go to other West African countries to go and you know bring peace and order in that uh, in those countries. Today, the president left, you know, the country to attend and broker peace about what's going on in Mali. Okay. Our leaders' inconsistency on coup in Chad and Mali, Ms. Parkmore coup in uh, Africa. There's an analysis there on Premium Times, and it's very interesting uh, for you. Uh, it's a feature in that uh, e-newspaper. You can go there and check it out. But the president, you know, has left the country, departed the country, because uh, Mali is in West Africa, and you know, ECOWAS. Uh, well, since the time of President, former President Goloki Bala Jonathan, there have been so much work that Nigeria's as country is doing, you know, to broker peace and bring some respite, you know, in, in that uh, troubled West African country. Uh, you know, the world's richest man to date, Mansa Musa, is a Malian. And, well, I, I don't mean Naira Mali, you know. I say he's from Mali. He's a Malian. So, uh, he's the richest known human being in the world. And Mali is home to, except, you know, what the uh, terrorists did. Timbuktu is a beautiful place, you know, for uh, one to visit. It's a site that holds the oldest university in the world. And Mali is being shattered uh, uh, now. Very, very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we have lots of stories. What happened again in Benue State? Very, uh, very troubling. Um, people, just one who thought that the police reported that they've arrested the uh, attackers of the governor, executive governor of Benue State, but again we saw what happened in a, a farming community in, in Benue State where human beings were murdered just in their, in their sleep I would say, in cold blood, very very sad and unfortunate uh, yeah. well, abductions 11 Islamia students released in Niger but many still missing, well, that is good news today Earlier today, they have revealed that 11 Islamia students, uh, you know, Niger State, the governor has consistently raised the alarm that, you know, some forest in the state uh, is in the control of uh, bandits and Boko Haram, basically. But, I mean, and he said that from Niger State to Abuja is less than, say, two hours drive. Today, the police fired tear gas allegedly at the convener of uh, the revolution now protest, Omoyale Shaori, uh, who is bail condition, you know, uh, stipulate that he shouldn't grant any media interview, number one, and number two, he's not allowed to travel outside Abuja, Nigeria's capital city. Uh, today, the police fired Tiagas at Omoyale Shore. I saw a video and, well, pretty much he's in stable uh, condition. Very, very sad. While well, Nigerian security forces, even the... Uh, 
the mouthpiece of the president said that while the president didn't attend the funeral of the service chief of army staff is because he knows that you know soldiers the military more or less i'm not using his word but in essence is what he's trying to say he said that the president don't want any wahala you know uh to be caused brought on anybody because i mean this overzealous security uh forces and of course there's several extrajudicial killings uh that you know our security forces and even i think last week or the week before last a mobile police officer or you know uh mobile police mistakenly i'll say that's according to the report detonated a hand grenade and you know exploded and killing himself very very sad and you know unfortunate i have an answer we're going to talk about restructuring not restructuring constitutional review process the house of representatives is set to you know observe the house starting from this week now what is the position of the middle belt uh, because it's an issue for people to understand is it a christian uh, agitation is it a political agitation what exactly is that agitation and what are some of the ways that these are uh, people who identify themselves as people from the middle belt of nigeria are organizing themselves to present you know their demands and of course we'll look at uh, the significance but tomorrow we're going to have an interview via phone uh with someone i think he's in okay with someone let me not let the cut out of the bag but he's going to let us understand this whole you know uh biafra this you know uh memorial and how should nigerians collectively pull their energy uh you know together imagine this thing is a national thing not just uh someone from the south is or someone willing to observe you know how different will that story be we we'll have an insight from malam garba show saying that nigeria nigeria is a lot more safer today than in 2015 when president mahmoud ubari took over office okay that was you know the jonathan gas was worse Buhari days a little bit safer that's what he said stay here when i come back i have my guests and the conversation will start with my guests stay here As far as Boko Haram terrorism concerned, Nigeria is a safer place today than it was in 2015 when he took power. New challenges have come up. Farmers had escalated killings in the central sections of the country. Much has been much of this has been subdued. We have been confronted <coughs> with problems of uh, of sabotage of oil installations in the south south that has been managed effectively up to this point challenges of banditry and the kidnapping have arisen in so many parts of the country including the southwest today southwest is perhaps the safest part of this country the, the challenges have been epicentered around the kb i mean parts of kb parts of sokoto zamfara mainly katsina and the kaduna state much of it have been kaduna it has been rid of of it the katsina is a lot safer today satellite that it was a year or two back zamfara is dealing with the problem in so many ways uh, kinetic then kinetic the point is that the problems as they arise are being confronted head on by a competent administration served by a military that is loyal police that is loyal and intelligence agencies that are efficient we, if we are doing a geo mapping of criminality in kaduna southern kaduna is still hot is still on fire but if you are talking about the major incidents you have been seeing on abuja kaduna expressway that have gone down significantly birnungwari much of it has gone down as well so kaduna is chaptered into 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 departments that you can analyze i am not in any way saying that southern kaduna is safe or there are no problems there there are incidents still ongoing and we are hoping that when communities come together when they talk to each other when they learn from neighboring states such as plateau which has uh, dealt with uh, many of these problems i'm sure that uh, uh, all these attacks uh, in the name of uh, revenge for the post part by either of the parties would certainly be also brought down uh, when uh, the military chiefs have been doing a lot of talking in the national assembly but uh, i will cite a few examples uh, for you uh, this country is about receiving delivery of uh, one dozen super tucano aircraft which are most suitable for fighting the kind of insurgency that we have uh, in parts of the country uh, beyond that uh, we also have got uh, uh, about a dozen uh, some have been delivered uh, 
attack helicopters from Rajna, some are still in the line of delivery. When President Buhari came, this country didn't have an air force that had more than five or so aircraft. He bought 26 brand new aircraft as we speak now, and about a dozen are on the way to being delivered. The Nigerian Navy has bought so many, at least 400 new platforms, including about 170 you know, boats that are there for you know, attack uh, boats. So the, the military has been acquiring a lot of hardware. A lot of them are still to come. We have um, recently that uh, in a major procurement involving the United Arab Emirates, the army, uh, you know, had uh, some challenges uh, which uh, needed to be resolved diplomatically. And we believe that uh, they are in the process of doing this. So a lot of equipment are being bought. And uh, the money is not... Uh, quite unlike what you had in the past. You can't do those kind of games under President Muhammad Bari. You will be dealt with. I mean, there's no question about it. So I'm not being accusatory. I think you are looking for a line for the digital media that they will go away with. And then the clicks will follow. The point is that everyone who lived in this country in 2015 knew the existing problems in the country at that time. Bombings in our major cities. The United Nations was bombed. Police headquarters was bombed in Abuja. No place of worship was safe in much of northern Nigeria. And Boko Haram was threatening to go to the south. All of these things are behind us today. Boko Haram is on the fringes of Lake Chad now. That's what we are talking about. But I am saying to you that we accept that new challenges have arisen. And these new challenges are being confronted, given resources that are available. As we speak today, the executive and legislative arms of government are working on a major funding scheme that will see the release of huge amounts of money the armed services to procure a lot more platforms. Training is going on over this weekend. 6,700 or so uh, fighters were, were, were discharged from training. So all of these shortcomings that, that had grieved the nation are being attended. And I can assure you that the seriousness that these things have been tackled, which we will also put behind us these incidents that are worrisome to us, the killings, the banditry, and the kidnappings. This tool will go away. I opened the program with the... Yeah, well, that was uh, Garber Show, SSA to the president there, now media and publicity, you know, special assistant that is. Well, uh, you know, just doling out the achievements, you know, six-year achievement of President Mahmoud Dubari since assuming office in 2015. Uh, well, I hope that you do remember that Democracy Day has changed from 29th of May annually to 12th of June annually. So, uh, well... Is 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 that's a big debate, you know, basically around there. I have the president of the Middle Belt Forum, uh, Youth Forum, that is, uh, Comrade Emmanuel Zabal. Good evening, and thanks for coming, sir. Good evening, listeners. How doing? Uh, well, let me start with the Biafra Day celebration uh, and all, you know, news from the weekend before we talk about what exactly it's, you know, the, I've seen, I've read so many write-up and I've interacted with people and, you know, the common uh, thing out there is that, you know, the Middle Belt is just a Christian, uh, I would say, um, construction you know just to carve a niche for the christians and christian minorities are in the northern part of the country to have their own whatever maybe state or uh, country i do not know but you're going to help us to understand in view of the constitutional review process uh that the house of reps and of course the senate you know had last week for example uh and the people of southern Kanuna saying that you know they want their state office uh, on their own i know that it has been a long time you know it has been in the works the uh, at some point in time it was even coined the gurara state uh, for example let's talk about you know the Biafra day how will you want people to uh, understand especially in our country today that history is not part of the curriculum uh, in schools I, I do not I'm not very sure if if they teach university students you know the history of you know from the uh, 60s pre-independence Niger independence Niger and up to the uh, military interventionists that we have we had you know in our past Good evening. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to be here today again. It's unfortunate that a country like Nigeria does not appreciate history. Most developed nations on earth today, before you become a president, 
you must have known the background of that particular country, the values that established that country, and how the country became what it is at the time you are. This is the function of history. But in our context, the current administration under Buhari seeks to delete history in our own time. What does that mean? It means we don't, the government doesn't want us to know where we are coming from, but it only wants to tell us where we are and where we should go. That's to tell you that you will not have a background of who you are. Even in a family setting, as an individual, if you don't know who your parents or great-grandparents are, you don't have an origin. So it's uncalled for that we see this present administration trying to distort facts, distort history, and to even make us go out of history completely. Okay, assuming Nigeria is wiped out of the map of the world, that you never existed 20 years ago, will he be happy? Or let's say there was never a place called Kasina before Odara. Or Kasina Odara was uh, part of uh, Niger or was part of, uh, was a slave to one part of the world. Mm -hmm. Will he accept that? But history today has proven to him that he is from Daura in Kasina State today. And he is a flanny man in Kasina today. Is a function of history. It is a function of history that we know his school here, he went to the military, he served in this capacity, and all that is the function of history. So the president and the current administration is trying to tell us that we should go and delete the history of the president of the Federal Republic in the history books so that when he goes, even his administration today should be deleted in history. Yeah, so let's talk about the bar for a day. Uh, what, how, what, what, you know, what significance does it have, you know, for, uh, you know, the generation that maybe don't know much about what transpired between 67 and 670 in our country? It's, it's unfortunate as well, like I said earlier, that um, we want to impose what was a problem or we are not seeking to address a problem that cost millions of lives and it has created a divide that can be irreparable in this country. This civil war happened out of a problem particularly and the problems were presented and it, they were not solved. We delved into the civil war. After the civil war, it is expected that those problems that caused the civil war should have been addressed. Not trying to say that the country must remain what it is. Since we were able to go into civil war as a result of particular issue of federalism, because basically it's the issue of federalism, if that issue of federalism was critically addressed after the civil war, I doubt by now there will be anything called Biafra as it is today. And as you can no, but see... at the time, if you recall history very well, you know, Gawan, you know, called a meeting, you know, to... Even Edward Clark, when he turned 94, he said that he supported confederation. He didn't support federalism. And the North at the time, you know, their position is, look, we support federalism. Uh, but people from the South, they said, no, confederalism. So, no. I mean, who is to be blamed? You know? When you say confederation, confederation means two independent or sovereign states coming together Absolutely. to agree on how they want to govern themselves. Absolutely. But Biafra, as it was then, was not a sovereign state. Mm -hmm. So you can't talk about confederation at that point in time. But a federation would have been the suitable term to describe the relationship that between the, the Biafra the and the federal government. Mm -hmm. Right? So it, there, there's a mix-up along the line. So until we have understood the context of confederation and what is federalism, then we'll be able to place these issues in the past, in 1967, side by side. And the Biafrans would have also understood that. You can't talk about confederation when you don't have a constitution as a sovereign state. Senegambia was made together as confederation because they were separate entities, sovereign independent countries, right? Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the case of Nigeria and the Biafra. So, but as it is today, it is a question of memory 
of what happened to the people at a time, right? Just like the Jews that remember the Holocaust, okay? Most likely the, 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 the Hutus in Rwanda yeah, may know, likely it, have a day to, to be remembered yeah. for do what you know, happened to Do you know why I don't years. like the word Holocaust? I think it's, it's, it's very graphic to me. I, I, I like to call it Auschwitz because that's where, you know, the whole uh, the concentration camp in Auschwitz, you know, what happened. So uh, let's just put the dent, you know, to say this word. But Holocaust is like bringing, you know, evoking some really uh, painful or hurtful memories. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. You, you have to remember your past. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It's just like uh, the, this popular song by the river of Babylon. We sat down and wept, right? Remembering mm. Zion. Mm. They were kicked out of their homeland, alright? So, there are historic moments that you can never forget in your life. Just like the independence constitution of the United States. Why do they re- respect the independence constitution? They fought the war, the independence war with the Red Court, that's the British Army, and they won their independence, right? Many lives or thousands of millions were lost is in, in the battlefield. So, why will they always remember you see the stripes on the, the US uh, flag mm. showing blood on it red uh, stripes isn't it that's the wounds of the heroes that fought the independence of the United States so you can't take this from the minds of human beings okay mm. so human beings are bound to remember their past especially historic events that occurred these are phenomena that that one will live to remember and it will shape their own thinking it will shape their own destiny. Mm-hmm. It will shape their own sense of belonging in a particular place. So, and that is why the the the, the Igbos who call themselves Biafra today, they remember what happened to them as at that time. And you should know that uh, you know some people get confused that Biafra is a is an Igbo word. It's not actually an Igbo word. If you look at the map of uh, the world, the birth of Biafra. So it is not an Igbo word, actually. Okay. So it is on the map of a world map, right? Okay. Yes. Well, let's talk about, you know, the whole Middle Belt. You know, I've read uh, different, different position or report or article on uh, newspapers. But what is the true position of uh, your group, you know, and especially in the um, constitution review process that, you know, uh, is ongoing this week, House of Representatives? Let me take your mind back to your introduction on the negative perception of so many people in different quarters about the configuration or composition of the Middle Belt or the geographical space of the Middle Belt. The Middle Belt that started in the 1940s started as a result of marginalization by the northern oligarchy against the minorities who are not House of Lani. And if you look at it way back, you discover that the likes of Sheikh Ibrahim, who was a sheikh of the central mosque of Goza, was brought to Benue State in Boko. He stayed with late J.S. Taka. And J.S. Taka even gave him the ticket to, to, to represent Boko in the Northern Regional Assembly, a Muslim, a sheikh for that matter, because he was marginalized. He was deprived of being the chief imam of Goza Mox in Borno State. And he decided to join the Middle Belt struggle. He was hosted by the Middle Belt leader of Blessed Memorial, J. Estaka. Yes, in the 50s. All right. So along the line, so many anti-Middle Belt ideologists came because there is, a, there is always a way you want to divide people. You have to devise it tactically where you, you either use ideology or you use war. So if it's ideology, either a religious or faith-based politics, which uh, maybe the, the Muslim North who are of the seven states currently today in the Northwest, predominantly, will have to use religion in order to divide the Middle Belt minorities, whom they have oppressed over the years, right? Now, coming to this point in time, the historical facts, even encompassing the Korarafa, that stretch all along to Zuru, we have a common historical background. We have a common... In Zuru, where, where, is, where is Zuru? Zuru in, in Kebi, 
Kepist. Southern KB, yes. Okay. Isn't it? If you look at it, if you go to Southern Kaduna, you will see traces of the Kwarafa kingdom all over the ethnic nationalities, which are more than 137, comprising even part of Southern Borno. So if we even talk linguistically and culturally, you will see these people have a common background. It is not even by, by, by geography at that point in time, because there was nothing like federation, where you will say this state or this geopolitical zone, as at that time. We only had three regions, and people were identified by who they are, as at that time. And that was why even the struggle of the Middle Belt in the early 50s was identified by towns, not even states, like Jos, Boko, Ilorin, uh, Mubi, Goza, uh, uh, Kafanchan. These are towns that people we are representing. Not even because there was nothing like federation then. But uh, when we gained independence, Yakubu Gon created the 12 states. Isn't it? He dissolved what is called North South, and he dissolved the three geopolitical, sorry, the three regions. They now merge into what is called federation, states that make up the federation, 12 mm-hmm. states, isn't it? It means the, 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 it was a total declaration on the death of North and South. States now emerge as the constitutional entities that make up the federation called Nigeria, isn't it? So, as at that time, so many interests came in that some part here we have to annex them by all means to belong here by all means. And if we have seen these people organized before independence, for them to detach themselves from the oppressors, then we have to form a state system whereby some part of them must be fixed here. They will become minority here. They will become minority in this part of the state. And that is why some people are confused about the geographical demarcation of the middle. But we are not confused. If they are confused, we are not confused. Okay, so tell us about the uh, position, you know, of the middle belt. The, our position, in we the had... constitutional review process. Yes. We, we don't even actually uh, think this, this, this uh, process will yield any positive results. Why is that? Yes, because the, 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 it is still going to be subjected to the floor of the National Assembly, whereby the far north have already constituted themselves into majority in the lower chamber. For example, Kano State, the House of Rest members from Kano State are more than the House of Rest members from Plateau State, Nasrao State, and Benue State put together, one state. One state. Yeah, so, it's because, you know, I mean, this is a function of legitimacy. It wasn't something that Kano did illegitimately, so to uh, say, but, you know, it's, it met, met the requirement, the legitimate requirement, and uh, there's been uh, the uh, delineation of constituency. I know that is a constitutional provision that every 10, 10 years, constituency will be delineated, or uh, like Josal, there have been arguments that Josal local government is uh, too big to just have one constituency. You know, they should have maybe just like Wase having a one federal constituency, for example. And all this, you know, like the case of Kano, it was a legitimate thing that was done. It wasn't illegitimate. Illegitimacy in the, uh, under decree. Yeah, I mean, even Wase, it was under decree. Good, yeah. good, yeah. good. So we are not in a military era. The military distorted the system. So, under democracy, the basic principle of democracy says majority of the, the, the majority rule, right? Minority rights. Majority rule, isn't it? Mm. Now, in a democracy, if people are saying that who constitute the majority, that the system that was constructed by the military era is not favorable to, or it does not reflect the diversity or the aspirations of the people that make up those, that place you call Nigeria. So what are we saying? Now, there are, there are, there are principles governing any form of built-in process in federalism. Right, build out and build in process. Now, if you want to form a local government, there are certain requirements that you have to consider before you, you create a local government. Isn't it? Population is one of it. The, the resources, how 
economically viable is that place, isn't it? Now, in this context, you, when you go around those local government areas, even under Jega, Jega complained bitterly that some local government areas in Kano State are not even fit to be called a local government, even by population or resources, isn't it? Now, you go to Jigawa, for example. Jigawa was created after Plateau State. Jigawa has 27 local government areas. In a desert, as far as it is. Now, Plato State has only 27, uh, 17 local government. I'm just citing just two examples, uh, one example now. If you look at it, if that state was created under the military administration, having 27 states as a baby state, then Plato as old as 1976, having only 17 now. Yes, they went black, Benway was carved yes, out, Nasrawa and all that, yes. But as, as old as Plato is, you can't tell us that we should have only 17 local government. But people don't understand the underlying factor, so the motivation for creating those number of local government, number one, was to create a lopsided national assembly that will decide any decision on the floor in favor of the North for them to block anything that will restructure this country. Number two was to empower them through the allocation Revenue allocation to local governments. For example, if Jigawa has 27 local governments now, how much is it the local government allocation to per local government to from the federation so, account? So, but will you want a situation that states should create their own local government based on their financial? Our strength? proposal, even our position from the 2014 national conference, the proposal of the middle bell is that local government should be the sole affairs of the respective state. If you like, you create 100 local government in your own state. You have the capacity to take care of them. But what we are saying is that people that have shared values, historically, linguistically, and otherwise, should be given their own separate entity called a state, like the Gurara you mentioned earlier, has been there since 1980s. The Savannah State creation has been there since 80s. That's Southern Borno people. They want to detach themselves from the, the control of the Kanuri, right? You go to Adamawa, the Amana State demand has been there a long time ago, isn't it? Then what is your fear that you don't want to grant them the, the, the state? They let them go, belong to where they want to. Let them belong to their own brothers. Why must you fix them in a place where they don't have sense of identity? All right. I've been speaking with uh, Comrade Emmanuel Zopmal. He's the president of Middle Belt Forum. And we're looking at what exactly is the position of the Middle Belt in the ongoing constitutional review process that is ongoing. This week, like I said, uh, the House of Representatives will start its own. I saw an announcement from the member, honorable member representing uh, just East, just South Federal Constituency. Honorable Dachum Musa Bagos, you know, announcing to his constituents to uh, come out. But I'm going to get more information on that and tomorrow maybe uh, share it with you and how it's going to be, uh, for example. So you can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. 090 9884 8848 or call 090 5566 6699. We're on Facebook. Our Facebook address is slash Twitter uh, handle is Twitter, you know, twitter.com slash jfmjoss. Or you go to Twitter and, you know, search in the uh, search bar, you know, at jfmjoss. you get us there. Let's take the first call. Hello and good evening. Good evening. Excuse me, good evening from Tangan. We're listening. Well, I think we uh, lost connection with the caller there. Uh, let me take some... Tweets. Okay. Well, Okwami is on leave. Let me announce to you because uh, before opening, I saw he's very, very okay. Uh, but he's, you know, he's on leave. He's has to rest, but you know, be firewood. Okay. Uh, young Mr. Frost Gianzong is saying, Ponsak, the Jewish festival is called Holocaust. It's not a festival. It's not a Jewish festival. I think that is insulting to Jews if you see uh, the Holocaust is a festival. It's just a memorial, an Auschwitz. That's what they uh, call it. Hitler's pogrom of the Jewish. The constitution is to be reviewed uh, towards progression, not the misery go around, retrogressive one uh, we have now. Nosnyangugom John is saying, the constitutional review will have joined the two houses instead of repeating same thing at the end. 
again is still one constitution. I stand on the new constitution. Too much mutilation of the 1999 constitution has made it look more like a mere book. Uh, you say Philip Mandung is saying the constitutional amendment that is going on in the country currently is totally commendable. My prayers that no leader of Nigeria uh, should think Nigerians are not watching them. Nigeria needs to stop paying lip service to the issue of restructuring. We need to have that now. Obidi Anagba is saying it is sad that history is no longer uh, taught in our secondary school curriculum. Again, people no longer read political books, uh, preferring motivational books alien to us. Ah, uh, obedient. Okay, thumbs up, comrade. Emmanuel Zomal doing a great job. Okay. Oladi boy, so what happened to our darling program today? Just listening to music. Okay. Ah, uh, well, we are on. We are on. Okay. Ah, uh, Moses 5050 saying, Nigerian case is now getting out of hand. Imagine villages are not safe, towns not safe. What can we do? Interesting. Well, let's take uh, this phone call. Hello and good evening. Well, we got too late. Call us back when you get a chance. We'd love to hear from you. 90 Or you call 90 988 Let me take Facebook messages. Okay, I'm here alone. So, uh, Obi Laptop is saying, based on what I heard about the Middle Belt, the amendment, the constitutional amendment that is ongoing, Plato said, I see it as a waste of time and effort. Constitutional amendment that is dead on arrival. Middlebell supposed to agitate for new constitution and not amendment. I am highly disappointed the way the amendment uh, is ongoing in all geopolitical zones. Samuel Nandom is saying, uh, did we have the House representatives and Senate members in this country? Do we? Okay. Dung Rampam is saying, may God continue to see us through in this uh, country that's about okay <laughs> that's about to be sold to china he said swagzi moses daniel is saying even if the constitution has been reviewed the government will also be against it constitution is just there what we need is good governance dashi and nanjul is saying i'm not satisfied with it at all why can't they take it to the common citizen that know the problem by themselves let's pray that we uh the will come out with something good at the end of the day okay uh philip mandung is saying i think nigeria needs a fresh con uh, constitution am not amendment however uh let the amendment uh, not continue be it as it used to be okay maybe pmb and the cabals are having different thoughts about the constitution amendment who knows they may come with another drama telling us that the president have veto powers to overrule nigerians i don't trust them sani abubakar is saying clearly this guy is okay charity ali saying and i jam my country is building a uh, bleeding may god heal our land uh Sadiq Umar is saying celebrating Biafra Day is very important in the history of the Igbo people. But this is a sit at home order that was given by IPOP. And most of the Southeast state have followed without ed and means of enforcement. Is it is the questionable part? Most of the people from the north do not believe in the Middle Belt issue, and the issue of religion is the main reason of opposing. But I look at it as a tribal and ethnic issue than is related to politics uh, our colonial masters are very selfish you can actually call 90 8848 or you call 90 uh, 556 we're taking phone calls uh comrade victor s saying i'm too satisfied with the cons i'm not too satisfied sorry uh, with the constitution review process i pray that the issues raised will be put into consideration and will come into practice god bless nigeria and paralyze the plans of the our common enemies cyprian thomas is saying uh which kind of constitution did the House of Representatives want to bring? Look at our country today. No peace. Why? Hashtag and war. Hello and good evening. Uh, good evening. Yeah, could you turn down the volume of your radio, please? Yeah, Comrade Charles Akeke. We're listening. From St. Teresa. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, um, I'm of the opinion that um, the President National Assembly will not amend, give us a good constitution because they will bias in many areas, most Charlie, that they want to protect their interests. That is one. Two, I want to disagree with the man in the, st in the studio there about local government creation and nation. We are, we are, most my very, very, very safe. That the young government took uh, federal government, the government took federal government to court. Why did they create just not local government out of the present, then present just local government? So when you are. Uh, Antagonizing local government creation, 
then how then will you will you, will you proclaim local government? You are talking about Kanu. Kanu held referendum on many occasions. And that's why they were even up today, they are even agitating for more local government. So the agitation matters. Not the, even when they are being created, you are antagonized. How will you say if they are marginalized or maybe it's manipulated? It's not. I agree with him. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight, or you call 0905566699. Hello and thanks for calling. Hello. Thank you for calling. Talk to us, please. Yes, hello, Talk. Yeah. Go ahead. We're listening. Yes, this is the calling from Azahol Kanayim Joshua. We're listening. Yes, I think the issue of uh, of representative. I am of the opinion that since every state provides as well, all other states should produce the same number of uh, members of the House of Representatives because they are using that, that as a yardstick in order to, to, to a kind of have uh, dominion over the other states. Look at the issue of uh, Middle Belt now. And to, like you rightly said, only Kano has about how many House of Reps members? That of Kano is greater than that of Latu, Nasarawa, and Benue So as such, I think, if we are to have 10 per state, it will do us good so that every state will be represented. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Thank you. 90 or you call 90 Nine nine. Hello. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Hi. Good evening. Yeah. yeah hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. So, so, yeah. Thank you. This is Joe calling from Rio. Joe, we're listening. Okay. So yeah. So um, I think my opinion, though, this constitu- this review that is currently going on in the country, I totally believe that is a way to. Uh, it's more like a distraction, a way to calm the nerves of the citizenry. I don't see this yielding anything at the end of the day because the so-called 1999 constitution that is being looked into on its own is a fraud. You cannot build on a faulty foundation. So I, the, the, the best thing, the, if they were serious, the best thing they would have done was to propose them as a 1963 constitution, which, which was a, 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 a true regional uh, a, a constitution. And I, I, I see it would, it would have been able to solve most, almost all the problems in this country. At the end of the day, if ethnic nationalities can come together and, and determine for themselves, most of these issues, both insecurity and even the economic underdevelopment will be a thing of the past. So as long as I'm concerned, they are just distracting this theory and trying to, at the end of the day, to still come back to their table and they will do it the way they've been doing every other thing in this country. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, he's saying it's just a distraction. Hello, and good evening. Hello. Can you turn down the volume of your radio, please? Yeah, contact. Yeah, okay. Good evening. I can hear you now. Tell tell us your name yeah, and join yeah. the conversation. Yeah, contact. My name is Felix. Felix, we're listening. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to start from Garibashio's uh, comment. The question Garibashio need to answer is, how many chief of army staff was killed in 2015-2014 as they were fighting Boko Haram. How many generals lost their life? In 2014-2015, Boko Haram has no control of any local government in Niger State. Garbashe will need to answer those questions before he says the situation we are now is better than where we were before. So many Nigerians wish to go back if there is any way for us to go back to where we are and to where they brought us. Then talking about legality, you are talking about legality of Kanu State and Jigawa State. Pontag, who were in this country, I asked you this question before. When I was in primary school, Kanu is 44 local governments. They cut that Jigawa State from Kanu. Now, today, Jigawa is 27 local government, and Kanu remains 44. Is it only Nigeria that man goes on spiritual transfer? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, go ahead. We can hear you, sir. Yes, it's only in Nigeria I've experienced that land goes on spiritual transfer. Because you can't create Jigawa out of Kano. Some lands were taken to Jigawa. How can the same Kano remain 44? And today, Jigawa is 27 local government. And Platinum State is 17. Benue is 23. Nasarawa is 13. It is 
these are things that were done by the military. There is no legality in it. Now that we're in democracy, they ought to reverse those things and do constitutional amendment for them. Then this lopsidedness. Today, when we are going for presidency, they tell you Nigeria is north and south. After presidential election, everyone actually begin to follow the political zone. But look at this government parallel appointment. There is no consideration for some regions at all. And you are talking about legality. They got save us from the hands of these specialized liars. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, uh, let me take some uh, Facebook comments. Uh, Terlomoni Clement is saying, I kept wondering whether Garba Show is in Nigeria or he has just returned from his long sabbatical leave from uh, Jupiter, this government. <laughs> okay. Luca Lompo and Luca is saying, Sincerely speaking, some of us were not happy the way things are going in the country. Tackling of insecurity should be the major priority of every government. The presidency seems like they don't care about the losing our lives and properties and the struggle of uh, formidable nation. Uh, okay, has come to say is it. Well, uh, Comrade Emmanuel, you heard what the cross-section of people, you know, uh, the audience said. In your final submission, you know, uh, what will be your response to them? Totally agree with the idea of a total, a brand new constitution because this amendment will yield no result at all. It will sit die on the floor of the National Assembly. Well, what we was, are saying there was, there was is an that investigation by uh, I think Premium Time saying they said that over two hundred bills, you know, uh, Buhari has not signed over two hundred, assented to over two hundred bills, you know, six years down the line. So go ahead. He he's, he can be very selective. Because he's representing an interest that brought him there. All the times he contested election, you know the states where he won his elections. And he's representing their interests. And that is why whenever there is a terrible insecurity in a particular place that does not represent his interests, he doesn't care. He will behave as if nothing happens in that place. So it is the same interest that will determine what bill is going to ascend to. And that is why we are joining millions of Nigerians from the Middle Belt and South. You, of course, you are aware of the expanded meeting yesterday in Abuja, Sheraton, mm-hmm. of the Middle Belt and Southern leaders, which I, I was uh, uh, not able to make it to the meeting. So, but we have decided that we need a new document, a document that is decided by the people, not a document that was 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 promulgated or a document that was pronounced by decree, and they craft so many things, crafted many things into the document and handed it over to a civilian administration, and where it has become impossible, and they even made it ahead of time that it is a rigid constitution. The process of amendment is too rigorous to the extent that you will get tired of it at the end of the day. You abandon it. So, what we are saying is a new document, a new document decided by people, the memo, from various components of the country, whoever you are, come and present what you are, and that document should be adopted. What should be your understanding of the federation? Not what someone sits in Abuja, or someone sat down in Kano, or Sokoto, or somewhere in Lagos, or whoever is powerful at that time, drafted what is called the 1999 Constitution and handed it over to us. So we need a people's constitution, not a military constitution, or not an elite constitution that we don't have interests represented in that document. And I also want to, 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 to quickly respond to the person that said uh, the issue of just not uh, uh, creation. Well, people, people you, can't, you can't have a motivation for creating just north and just south, which is enemical to the indigents of the state, the, the owners of the land. You, you have a motivation in order to split them and give advantage to somebody. Yeah, and well, you don't want someone to react to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want... So this, this, is a long, issue, this is a long conversation so that we can't tolerate to that here. one. John was you. right in taking that issue Th- thank upon you very the federal much. government. Thank you very much, Comrade Emmanuel Zomal, for coming. President Middle Belt Youth Forum, thank you very much for coming. Well, there's the much you can take on the pleasure. show. Thank yeah, you. well, there's the much you can take on the show. I invite you to stay tuned to the news top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Doris Zang is already on standby. Have a good evening. Thanks for your time and audience. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.